Support for the Daycast comes from Day Translations. Go global with access to the industry's top translators, interpreters, localization engineers, language and transcreation specialists to take you and your business global. For a free quote on translation services, visit daytranslations.com and enter the promo code DAYCAST for a 5% discount on all language services. Day Translations. Go global. Support from the Daycast comes from Day Interpreting. The instant, real-time, mobile app interpreting solution that connects you to live human language interpreters quickly and easily from your phone, tablet, or computer. No contracts, no waiting, and no hassle. Now available for all iOS and Android devices. Day Interpreting. Connect with the world. See dayinterpreting.com to set up your free account today. From daytranslations.com, this is the Daycast. I'm Diego Mejia. Tonight's topic, is your business ready to go abroad? Benefits, potential drawbacks, and items to consider, as well as some advice. For today's episode, a monologue of myself giving you information you need to take your business international. Recorded live from my remote studio in Bogota, Colombia on May 15th, 2020. This is our seventh episode of the Daycast series, and thank you for listening. So is your business ready to go abroad? Here are some benefits, potential drawbacks, and items to consider, as well as some advice. So businesses of all sizes have long known the benefits of expanding their operations overseas. But what about an online business? Yes, online businesses can also cash in on crossing geographical boundaries. Thanks to the internet and low-cost tools, it's also easier than ever to work with clients from all over the world. But more importantly, here are some benefits of doing business with clients in other countries. The first one being you'd get to tap into new markets. So whether you're a consultant or an online business, there's a possibility that you're providing services that are unavailable in certain regions, but are still in demand. So by expanding your business into the global market, you may be able to connect with clients that aren't only clamoring for your services, but you're also staying ahead of your competition. And in fact, it's probably easier to launch a business overseas instead of your home country. Furthermore, some foreign countries may even offer you incentives for doing business in their country. So make sure to research that. The second one is you get to diversify your risk. And so that comes from a cliched idiom that comes to mind. And that's uh, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Or maybe depending on what country you're from, you have some variation to that. But it all pretty much means the same thing. One of the most appealing factors with working with international clients is that there's an, if there's an economic meltdown or a natural disaster in one country, your business can still thrive. And so, for instance, if you have several clients in the United Kingdom and they haven't been able to make their payments on time, but they maybe have to draw back on their services due to financial uncertainty following the COVID-19 pandemic, you can still keep the cash flowing in because you might have some profitable clients uh, coming out of uh, New Zealand or Singapore, for instance. Three, more favorable economic climate. Appearing in a new market could provide a more favorable economic climate. Maybe it's because your native country is in a recession or has too many restrictive policies, both of which would make it a challenge to make a profit. So after doing some homework, you may discover several countries that are more business friendly by having lower taxes and fewer environmental regulations, if that applies to your business. Four, better profit margins. Financial motives could arguably be the most important motive for having international clients. And in this case, you may have a client who resides in a country with a strong currency. Because of this, they won't have any problems paying you the higher rates that you've earned. Five, it increases the exposure of your business. When you work with clients overseas, you're increasing the exposure of your brand. In fact, if you go above and beyond, 
your clients will gladly refer you to their colleagues, their friends, and their family, which will in turn give your brand recognition a major boost. And eventually, you may even work yourself up to becoming a leading authority figure in that country. And that would be huge. Six, you get paid earlier. Security should be a priority for both you and your clients, especially when it comes to international transactions. Because of this, it's the norm to use safe and efficient methods to complete transactions, including receiving including receiving payments for your services. However, international clients are also willing to pay you up front to reduce any concerns of fraud, like bailing out on a payment and giving you some working capital as you complete a project. Thanks to eCash, electronic transfers can procure securely and almost instantly. Also, payment services like PayPal, Payoneer, or Skrill are great alternatives. Seven, it gives your business a jolt. If your business is struggling at home, you may be able to rejuvenate it by working with international clients. So for example, the online business market could be saturated with graphic designers in the United States, which has slowed down your business. However, that could be a market for graphic designers in emerging markets like Brazil, Poland, or South Africa. Eight, transaction fees are decreasing. For years, one of the biggest drawbacks with having international clients was getting hit with an expensive transaction, processing, and exchange fees. Thanks to digital wallets, these fees have become a concern of the past. For instance, DO charges just a flat 2.8% transaction fee on domestic and international credit card processing. Cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin or Ethereum can also reduce the fees since it's eliminating sending and withdrawing funds with multiple financial institutions. You also have other alternatives, so make sure to do your homework on what makes the most sense depending on where you are located. But at the end of the day, it's never been cheaper to work with international clients. Why wouldn't you use that to your advantage? Now, since you're aware of the benefits of working with clients in other countries, here are six pointers to make working with international clients go as smoothly as possible so you can have a long-lasting relationship. Beware of time zones. This isn't a major concern since most of your correspondence is going to be done via email, uh, but you may have some clients and some people that want to be in touch via Slack or Skype or Microsoft Teams. And this is a reminder to keep cool if you haven't heard back from a client at a certain time. It might just be nighttime for them. You can use a tool like the World Clock to keep up with current local times. Interpret the client correctly. Even if the client speaks English, there's a probability that there will be some miscommunication. If they're using any slang um, from maybe their dialect of English that might not apply to your dialect of English, there might be some misunderstanding, so look out for that. If you aren't 100% sure of what it is that they mean, either search for the meaning or politely ask them to clarify. Agree on a payment plan. There's no reason to accept a check from an international client these days. It's slow and inconvenient. And uh, please consider options like digital wallets, wire transfers, cryptocurrency, these kind of situations. Prior to starting any work, you and the client will need to agree on a payment plan. So be specific about your preferred currency. If you reside in the United States and make, it would make sense for you to be asked to be paid in, in U.S. dollars, make that clear up front to the client by making sure that these arrangements are set up in advance so that you're not paid in the client's local currency. Be aware of legal issues. There are various regulations and laws when working with international clients. That means that even if there's a contract, they may not be held liable. Discuss these terms with an attorney before signing any contract. Learn cultural differences. 
When working with someone overseas, take some time to research their customs and etiquette. This will prevent any misunderstandings, confusion, or awkward moments, and it can assist you in getting the best rate possible when you're negotiating your terms. Now, here are some factors that you should consider. Is your business operationally and financially stable? Do you already have international customers? Are you excited at the thought of reaching customers internationally? And are you aware that there will be hurdles? Is your website global ready? Have you translated your website? Have you localized all of its material? Do you have any overseas offices? Are you going to need them? Do you already know of partner relationships that you can leverage in the countries where you want to expand globally at first? Do you have the appropriate trademarks, licenses, and copyrights to sell your product abroad? Now some external factors. What markets are easiest for you to enter? Is there a demand for your product in these markets? How's the competition like in these markets? How's the economic and political scene like if it applies to your business? Will your brand need to change to adjust to the global market? And if so, are you taking the steps necessary to localize everything related to your international marketing? So, what are some indicators of international expansion readiness? Expanding your business internationally is never going to be an easy endeavor, but it's often a necessary step in growing your customer base and increasing revenue. It's important to keep in mind that no matter how successful your business currently is, you'll never feel quite ready for the seemingly endless supply of obstacles that will come up in today's digital, hyper-connected world. And that's okay. That's why you're listening to this podcast. Here are some signs that your business may already be in better shape than you think. So, if you're excited about the idea of reaching international customers, which I touched on just a few seconds ago, you need to have one thing clear. And that is, you know, if you're excited about expanding your business beyond the local borders, international growth is going to be a big undertaking. But at the end of the day, it's going to promise access to an enormous customer base and the potential for significant growth is huge. Having said that, it's crucial not to forget the basics. Will your products be welcome in every single geography? How are you going to ship it? How are you going to translate packaging and advertising materials? How about the compliance with the local regulations concerning tax risks and payments? All of these questions are vital to think about and answer before you take your business abroad. What you'll ultimately find is that it's the little things that matter the most and that will ensure your resources are allocated in a way that doesn't hurt your sales, cause you some sort of legal or tax problems, or leave your customers unhappy. If you sell physical products, you may want to consider an online marketplace like Amazon or Lineo or hundreds of other marketplaces around the world. Some of them function in certain countries and some of them don't. So it's important to do your research there. Partnering with an established and popular marketplace may give you the best chance to cost-effectively reach customers and provide support in a way that they're familiar with. The marketplace will also give you assistance in addressing many of the previously mentioned concerns, like the shipping logistics, um, all the localized marketing. Of course, you can always do that with day translations if you choose to go solo. This will reduce the burden of establishing your own distribution channels in an unfamiliar market and it'll ultimately enable your business to grow at a much quicker rate across more regions. Here's another one. You have the right combination of high-level and localized operations in place. So say, for instance, you already reached out to day translation. You already did all your localization for your marketing material, for your website, everything that you need to operate your uh, business internally. So when you're considering your international expansion plan, and you're confident that you will be able to operate efficiently, 
This is going to require deciding how much direct presence you'll actually have in that region, if any at all, as well as if you'll need any local partners to handle specific aspects of your operations. So, for instance, uh, one of the global payment uh, service providers by the name of Payoneer, um, they've actually consolidated high-level corporate functions such as research and development. But it's important to consider that something as personal as customer interaction requires a local approach. If you sell through a marketplace, you might not need to put any resources on the ground in any of the international markets that you're selling. No combination will ever be the same for every single company, but it's important to find the approach that best works for you and for your niche industry. Depending on the product or service, needs will vary, and it'll be up to you to decide what approach is best to enable your company to handle the scaling demands of your expanding customer base. If you feel comfortable with the suppliers and customers that you work with abroad, remember that thinking about growing your list of suppliers doesn't uh, necessarily have to uh, put you in a panic or make you nervous. Now, while you previously may have used or been used to working with only a select few vendors, taking on international expansion means that your production will inevitably grow. Being able to trust that your new suppliers will deliver quality products and adhere to agreed payment terms will be vital to your success. It's important to have any standard operating procedures that are already set in place in your home country where you're uh, doing business initially are also translated and accepted by your vendors abroad. Additionally, you might consider your ability to deliver a quality experience for your national customers. Additionally, you might be confident in your ability to deliver a quality experience for international customers. New customers will likely not feel comfortable sending large sums of money to a foreign company that they've never worked with, nor will you want to send products to a customer abroad without receiving payments beforehand. And this is where an online escrow solution can come in handy. Think PayPal. By providing a reliable middleman to facilitate the transaction securely, a digital escrow platform can effectively eliminate the distrust that often slows the execution of international transactions, and it'll mitigate the risks involved with global growth. While expanding internationally can seem daunting, it cannot be denied that the growth of e-commerce over the past decade has led to the development of numerous solutions that make it easier to do business abroad. Now, if your company identifies early on where potential issues may arise or which tasks will require significant internal growth, there is most likely a solution that exists and can solve this pain point. All you have to do is do your research. In fact, with the growth of the global payment sector and the boom of the online marketplace, any company with a good product or service can succeed in expanding globally. So here's some additional advice. Research your markets. Before you do any international business, you need to do your due diligence. Carry out some studies to learn about where are there are potential demands for your product, where there might be gaps in the foreign consumer markets, if you can, visit the locations. With a few of these locations in mind, you should look into visiting them uh, when you have the time and to find out how they do business. Look for any available trade fairs or exhibits where you can network and make some connections to potential new business partners and, of course, your future rivals. You've got to learn about the challenges. When you've made your final choices, you should look into the finer details of doing business with them. The chances are that you'll have shared interests in how you want to trade or work, but there will also be some challenges you might face. These include differing attitudes towards business, cultural beliefs or ways of working which may be different to what you're used to, language barriers, 
any potential political or economic situations which might make trading more regulated or more challenging, and of course, varying exchange rates. One last tip. Try out international deliveries. If you're selling physical products, a great way to essentially dip your toe into the international markets is to offer international deliveries right now. And this can be a great indicator for which countries are responsive and where there is some demand for your product. So it pays to use an established international delivery company such as FedEx or UPS. Uh, these companies obviously have huge expertise that you can rely on and get your goods successfully overseas. Now, in terms of doing business overseas, as mentioned a little bit earlier, you shouldn't just be content with doing well in one country. Do your business the service it deserves and turn it into a successful global company by using some of the methods above. And make sure that whenever you're ready to make the leap, that you contact Day Translations for the localization of all your marketing material, of your website, or any internal documentation that you may need so that way you can successfully take your business abroad. Our program was produced today by Maria Di Lorenzo, myself, Diego Mejia. Our website, daytranslations.com forward slash daycast, where you can listen to an archive of all of our daycast podcasts, as well as YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, and Anchor.fm. Daycast is made possible by the folks at Day Translation, professional language solutions for you and your business. Thanks a lot. See you guys next time.